We're here for another exciting week of footy. Let's go. Oh, fuck you, J'd up, Benny, eh? Yeah, baby. Welcome to No Cap. It's so Benny, thanks for the intro. Superb, once again. No problem. And Jacob, coming a regular these days, eh? Yeah, boys. Um, What's that now? Three in a row. Three in a row. That's good. Yeah, man. And um, talking about the footy, um, some intru- <laughs> not much happened, did it? I mean... Not going to introduce me, are you? Oh. <laughs> you know what, man? Just chill. Did I jump up too quick, did I? What did I say to you before the show? <laughs> know my place, huh? <sighs> Research guru, Fred. How are you, mate? We gave you a name this week. Yeah, you've given me that name every week. Not really. How's the Shisha going, all right? Yeah, mate, she's good. She's about to start cranking. Yeah, flavour? Uh, Love 66. Again, it's What's with this Love 66 bullcrap? Mate, it's just, it's a nice flavour. Okay, what, what's the, what's the, what's the, what, uh, relax, why are you getting, why are you no, getting no, jumpy, I'm, mate? I'm, mate, I'm just excited Don't get too jumpy. Just, just, uh, just curious, it. man, you know? Yeah, no. Um, look, Love 66 has... Uh, that's enough from you. Okay. Uh, that's enough from you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, back to the footy. Uh, that's what we talk about. Um... Who impressed you? Who impressed you the most last week, boys? Impressed would be obviously David Fafita for for the Titans. Yeah, um, scored hat trick was it? So just the way you know he he sort of he can't be stopped. You know he's so he's so young, but he's also so big and so quick. Like how how do you how do you stop someone like that? And he's only going to get better too. Like mm. it's what his second or third year in the NRL. Yeah, that's it. And he's already taken it by storm and. Um, you know, he's been massive for the Gold Coast this year and he's only going to get better. And I think, you know, a lot of their success will come off the back of his, um, you know, performances. He's yeah. had a lot of pressure coming into it, you know. 100%. But being like, yeah. he's, you can tell he's a superstar because mm. he's obviously living up to the hype. Yeah, of course. And um, I think the only thing for him now, to like we, we saw glimpses of it last year, we're seeing glimpses of it now, he's doing it against the big teams. And... That's what I think a lot of people want to say. So against Canberra, I think it was a bit quiet there. Canberra did shut him up a bit, but other than that, I mean, that just comes with experience. That comes with games played. I'm with you. I mean, like, he's not scared of the challenge. That's for sure, 100%. Uh, Benny, who impressed you the most last week? Um, Big Papi leading the Dali M's. Ah, that's what's impressing you now? Yeah. <laughs> Why? Um, he's scoring uh, tries. People are comparing him and... Tedesco together. It's going to give um, Brad Fittler a headache in a few weeks picking the team. You think big puppy or little puppy? Oh, well, he's pretty big for scoring four tries in 11 minutes. Okay. Still going on about that, huh? Yeah. Nah, but you reckon, you reckon it's going to be a selection headache for Freddie? You don't um, think it's just they're going to play him 14, 31? Or you reckon he might start Pappenhausen? Um, he yeah. will find um, Pappenhausen a spot in the si- uh, starting side. Starting side? Yeah. Ooh. It might not be Tedesco's spot, but he'll find him a spot. That's a big call. Who's that? Uh, no, I don't. I don't think he's gonna be like if he's not full back, he won't be in the starting side. I think Fitler will learn from what he did last year, putting players out of position. But if he was to be in the Origin side, I think it'd be the perfect uh, utility coming off the bench because he can play in the halves. He can play at full back. He can he's play lock. I mean, come he, in there. Yeah, he debuted at lock, so. Um, oh, you can't you can't take it off Teddy just yet. Like, if, okay, you're saying he can. You find him a spot, yeah. Yeah. Well, where where spot. would where would he play? Him? Where do you think he'd play? Him? 
can't you play him on the wing? No. I Why think would you? I think I think he'd be wasted on the wing there, wouldn't he? Why it? would you? I don't know. Like I, I think I don't. The, I don't think it's speed. The the the. No, of the course. I just think his skill set would. I think it'd be wasted on the wing, personally. Like like he said, I think utility is probably more more the go because you could chuck him in the middle and play him like a second fullback. Yeah. You know what I mean? And it, it's going to kill Queensland's forwards, especially when they're buggered. Similar to what like Seahawks are doing now with Do you know what I'm gonna l- Exactly. Yeah. Do you know what I'm going to like t- uh, to see? If um, Freddie will pick uh, Latrell this year, he's been performing um, at club level and... I'd like to see if... Uh, I think he will be picked. I, I think it's, he's saying Freddie was going to learn from his mistake. I think Freddie's got no choice but to pick players out of position again because there's too many talented players, man. Yeah, with Latrell, like, Senna isn't really out of position for him. Like, he no, no, but, I mean, he hasn't years, played yeah. there in a bit. But you, I reckon you wouldn't be shocked if you saw Latrell and Wyden. Yeah, like, you saw Trebojevic at Senna, um, I think... Two years ago, and Trebojevic, yeah, for, yeah. Um, you know, especially that game in Perth when he carved 100%. up. So it's it's possible. Like I think Latrell will obviously get that starting spot. Whether Widen's the other centre, probably not. I'm not too sure. Like you, we got to remember, you got Lomax there, you got Crichton there. They're so like it, it's it's a good problem to have if you're, if you're so many players, up. so yeah. many players, man. I tell you, impressed me the most last week. Um, it's easily saying Georgia Lawara, that performance against Parramatta. I mean, I praised them the week before against Newcastle because they bashed the hell out of them, smashed them. And they did the same thing and they threw the challenge to Parramatta and Parramatta buckled. I was shocked to see that, man. I was very shocked to see that. I mean, I expected Parramatta to... Look, I think they got dudded at a moment, Parramatta, no doubt. I think one of the no tries that got... What got moment was that? When they cleaned the up the try. Yeah. But regardless, St. George deserved to win that. And... You can say, oh, there was a four pass there and there was a... But stupid calls always happen in games. Just the performance, the, f- the four-pack stood up to Parramatta's four-pack and the backs delivered, man. The backs delivered. They, they just outplayed Parramatta and I was shocked. I don't want to say that they're 100%. Oh, man, they're going to make the finals now. But I don't think anyone expected them to win four in a row and especially beat Parramatta this early in the season. Yeah, they definitely outplayed them and outmuscled them too. Like yeah. Their forwards were dominating the ruck. Yeah, if you watch the replay, you'll see a lot of times the St. George forwards get in that quick play ball and the Parramatta forwards still on the ground. So they, they definitely surprised a lot of people. Um, they no, they yeah, outworked no them. them. Yeah. They outworked yeah. them. And Parramatta pride, have pride themselves like on being that, that team. And I, I don't think it's like, oh, Parramatta's going to now buckle and struggle and all that. Like That's not the case at all. But I think it's a lesson for Parramatta because I said they're going to be a tricky team. I did say in the preview they're going to be tricky. You can't take them lightly. They're going to they're going to be a chance, and they were more than a chance. Um, but those are the teams that Parramatta have to deal with way better. I mean, they know when they verse a hard team, they're going to go hard. They're not going to they're going they're not going to put a backward step there. The easy teams they'll take care of. This was a tricky team. They got to learn how to not underestimate them and treat them seriously. They'll learn from that 100%. Um, moving on, there's a bit of a drama. They just bloody blew up this week, uh, Cronulla Sharks. The coaching saga. Seen uh, John Morris leave the post abruptly. Craig Fitzgibbon's been signed for a three-year deal, I think. And he's stolen Cameron Serraldo from Penrith as his right-hand man from next year. I don't know if that's... I think yeah, that's, that's official. The, the final details are just getting put in place. All right, he's our insider there. Research guru, can we uh, get to work, yeah, please? Thanks, mate. 
Yeah, yeah, just get to work in your love 66. Um, I'll be honest with you, I don't have an issue with Cronulla going down this route. The issue I had was why did they do it very like sly and why did they have to lie to John Morris's face? That's my issue. Why did they say he was in with a chance to yesterday? They didn't have to say that. Could have just said to him up front, hey, mate, we're going to go a different direction. Why, why did they... They didn't handle it well. That's my issue with the Cronulla board. Yeah. And I think at this point, they're going to lose a little bit of faith with uh, the players. They've got a lot of players off contract and some of them might not re-sign due to um, the coaching situation. A lot of them were happy being coached under John Morris. Well, he, well, he, took, him, he took him to the last two final series. Like They weren't doing crap under him. Now, they weren't doing very well under him. They had a, they're 0-11, I think, against the top six sides. But, again, um, I go back to their ambition. They've got a comp- the board's got a different vision for the club. I mean, I'm even hearing that Craig Bellamy, they're still chasing him to be the director. So, y- y- you know, they're serious. They're very serious. But, again, I go back to it. That would have put the players offside, the way it was do- dealt with. 100%, because he had a good relationship with a lot of the players. Um, he probably played with a few of them too, so yeah. they're like their mates. So you probably, it's like, like Benny was saying, a few of them are off contract this year. So that could play on the back of some of their minds. Like you know, you sort of, you know, mistreated our coach that you know we backed and we wanted, and you know, um, maybe like uh, Fitzgibbon could be the right person. Who knows? But how do we know? He hasn't proven himself at an NRL level yet. I think the only thing he has in his favour is he's been in such a good system for a number of years now um, with the Roosters and obviously worked under Trent Robinson, which includes three grand finals wins. Um, you know, like it's not always guaranteed, but like yeah, you know, you've seen a lot of coaches come yeah, under of course, of the course. Rooster system and the Storm yeah. system. It's not guaranteed, but yeah. Craig Fitzgibbon's got a really good rap, so yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm with and, you on that. And a lot of clubs have been after him. And obviously, Cronulla saw the chance. Like now is the right time to pounce and in, and sign him. Whether you know they did not go about it the right way, I'd say. Um, no, that's the issue. They, and maybe that's something to do with their board. They're not you know strong enough to sort of be direct and have that conversation. But then again, you also got to understand why did they get rid of Morris? You know, well, do you agree that they should have got rid of him? Because I, I don't no. have an issue with it. You, you don't agree? Like, what, what has he done wrong for them to get rid of him? They don't think he's good enough. Yeah, yeah. Which is probably probably true. We don't know. Maybe he needs but a like bit more... Ex- he, he got thrown in the deep end straight away. Look, it's tough for him in his position because he's a good guy. You know what I mean? Like, but are we going to play that card all the time as well? Just they're a good guy and whatever. Yeah. The club has a different perspective. They probably think, or I've heard that, they've said, Research Guru, you need to get onto this, that... He can't attract players to the club, certain players. And well, he's bungled a few contract situations like with Chambers. Even Burden was was a chance to go to Cronulla, but he didn't go because they didn't know what the situation was and he was very unsure. Like his decision-making was very unsure. He didn't want to upset anyone. Yeah, well, That was an issue there. That's what they say about him. He's not that sort of guy that will have that direct conversation with you mm. do you know what I mean so he probably just wants to keep everyone happy and that probably comes back to his personality of being Mr. Nice Guy do you, do you reckon that's why um, the Sharks board went indirectly behind his back and um, signed Craig Fitzgibbon and told him look we're, we're on your side and then went behind his back to sign a different but coach that, wasn't, that was wrong they shouldn't have done that 
You know what I mean? Like when this, they should have been up front with him at least to like just as respect to the guy. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I reckon you heard it here first. John Morris, assistant coach at the Roosters next year. Hey, I wouldn't put it past him. I wouldn't put it past him. I mean, even you're talking about the players that are coming off contract. They're players that are taking up a lot of the salary cap space, and they're the older players. John Morris might have a connection with these guys. They might, you know, back them to get a new deal. You know what I mean? On, you know, just based off loyalty and whatever. Because and and that's the issue, right? Because if he can't attract players and he and he has no choice but to re-sign them, how does Cronulla move on? You know what I'm trying to say? Research guru. Well, <clears throat> well, pretty much Gus Gould was saying that he reckons uh, Craig is going to be clearing three mil of the cap, getting rid of the the guys that are taking most of it, and I think he'd be referring to those older guys as you were saying. So mm-hmm. maybe on something, so. Well, there you go, and and then they think that with that money, Craig Fitzgibbon is a better option, or is the better choice in terms of recruiting players to the to the Sharks, instead of John Morris, who's probably just going to re-sign these guys. Look for the future of the club; it's probably the right choice. Mm. The way they went about it, definitely the wrong choice. That's um, it. Yeah. And with that, Seraldo. If he's coming to be an assistant coach, I'd imagine he'd be on much more money than what he's on at Penrith because what they've built there is unbelievable. Yeah. And, you know, he's doing so well. But he also played for the Sharks too, so... Yeah, and yeah, I've heard he lives down yeah, there. Yeah, he's got so a... He's with the community there, Yeah, so, yeah, so it must be money or so what, whatever so it may be. Win, so it's a win-win for both coaches, like... Uh, I don't know if it's a win-win for John Morris. Uh, not John Morris, for Craig Fitzgibbon and the assistant oh, coach. Oh, um, yeah. One lives in Ostomy and the other one lives in Cronulla area. <laughs> like, <laughs> stop, 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 stop. <laughs> uh, how did you know that? Who told you that one? Or do, are, you, are, you, are you friends with the family? Yeah. <laughs> I Damn. think the research guru's lost his spot after that. Mate. Oh, shit. Uh, that's f- yeah, that's funny, man. Anyway. Instead of um, Craig Fitzgibbon... Oh, yeah, point. <laughs> ...driving an hour 15 to yeah. Rooster's headquarters. He, does, he just he does drives the 40 petrol. minutes down... Down the <laughs> road. 40 minutes down the road. <laughs> 40 minutes around the corner. <laughs> oh, oh, that's funny, man. That's funny. Uh, anyway... Good luck to him, bro. That's all I can say. Good luck to him, and let's see where that goes. Um, moving on, um, I've got a real big issue with a certain journalist this week. It's prompted me to start a new segment called Get Stuffed. You know you can get stuffed this week? Paul Crawley from the Daily Telegraph for his comments on Penrith's on-field antics, apparently. Is he serious? I watched 360 last night. He almost cried. The way he was complaining and and having a whinge about what Penrith were doing to the Raiders, you know, after that try in the corner, and how uh, Croydon brought. And hey, hey, he might be a Canberra fan. It's not. Doesn't matter, mate. Like, what the hell was that? Yeah, I don't know. Did you say it? Did you guys say it? The incident. Yeah, no, yeah. no, the incident. But did you say what oh, his I comments? Didn't, I didn't listen to three sixty nine. No. You say it? Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, bro, what's wrong with him? Hey, oh, like he, he was, oh, mate, he actually said it's a disgrace to the game. They're acting like kids. 
But what did they do? Just roughen up the opponents? Yeah, like, and then uh, they reacted and well, then... Mate, mate, that's footy. Get over it. Thank you very much. Get over it, mate. We're here to play a, a tough game and, you know, like, you can't throw punches, you can't put shoulder charges. I think a push and shove's not, not the worst thing. And you want to call them cocky and confident and all the rest mm, of it. That's it. Mate, if that's how they want to play, let them play. Give, you it, give the, it'll give the opponents a bigger, you know, they'd want to beat Penrith even more. So it's just going to make it more enjoyable, like, you know. Each week you hear these journos come out and say these players have no per- personalities. And now when they show personality and show a bit of a uh, rough edge... And show a bit of cheerfulness uh, for scoring and a bit of arrogance. Uh, a bit of arrogance. They start complaining about it. And they're, they're not going to get the best of both worlds of no personalities. And when the players show personalities, they start complaining about it. Bro, he wanted Croydon to be suspended for what? For, for what he did? For bringing Tapani into the yeah, huddle. Yeah, because. Weren't we laughing about this a couple of years ago with Kenny Edwards at Parramatta? Yeah, he did it with. Wasn't that like we all laughed about it? Yeah. But now I want to suspend him and kick this guy out of the game because he has a bit of personality. He mustn't like Penrith and probably a bit jealous of this. But as I'm saying, are they looking for something to get angry about these guys? Because yeah. last year they were the darlings, yeah? Yeah. Penrith. Now everyone's getting sick of their success. After one game where they've <laughs> carried on a bit. And, like you, and you don't think Canberra carried on? Yeah, like who knows what's being said on the field. Come like on, you, you don't hear the niggle. Like who knows what, what's being said? What just is wants to rub it in a bit. Or like, all the other clubs, Angels or something. Man, they all talk crap on the field. Yeah. They all get into each other on the field. And then after the game, we're all best mates and move on. But one week ago, the same Paul Crawley was praising Tommy Rodonicus for his antics and for what he did. And we love it. I love that, watching that and then praising what he did on the field. Ah, he's a larrikin. He's just a, he's just a, a that's Tommy, you know what I mean? But when it comes to this day and age, nah, I've got to be show a bit of respect and show a bit of... The Canberra CEO came out and said they should teach humility to his... The Panthers should be... The coach of the Panthers should teach his players humility. Get the hell over yourself. Get the hell over it, mate. Sport. What the hell? If you want to do something about it uh, and you don't want them to taunt you and you don't want them to give it to you and get in your face, beat them. Yeah? Beat them. Come up with a plan and beat them. Stop having a whinge to the journos. Stop having a sook about what they're doing and beat them. Then they won't talk. True? Oh, man. I, I'm just... That, that was too much for me, man. I don't get... Oh, I swear to God, that was too It looks too like much. Paul got under your skin. Mate, I, I, mate, that guy... I don't know how he's still got a job, honestly, coming up with that crap. But the, the thing that got me was the other journos jumped on with him and they were like, yeah, we agree. What do you mean you agree? <laughs> I don't understand. Well, look, the journos that are complaining means that their teams aren't uh, succeeding. No, but it's not even that. I mean, you can't be biased like that if you're a journo. You can't be siding with certain players and certain teams. Well, what do you mean? I've um, heard commentators be biased on the But radio. that's different. They've got jobs with the clubs, not the journos. Journos don't have jobs with the clubs. You know what I mean? But um, like I said, man, build a bridge and get the hell over it. Look, I'll say one thing, but in Canberra's defence, they got fined like $10,000 or something because the trainer... Yeah, Canberra, because the trainer got involved or whatever... I don't think they should have been fine in any circumstance there. Why would a trainer get involved? Because he got involved. He grabbed Fisher-Harris. Fisher-Harris almost threw a punch at him. At the trainer or at a player? At the trainer because the trainer grabbed him. What's the trainer get involved for? But they shouldn't have fined him. It was just in the heat of the moment. You know what I mean? It was just... Uh, uh, no, he shouldn't be there, but I don't think he should have been I reckon Canberra deserved that fine. 
I reckon Canberra deserved that. No, nah, I don't. I don't. I, think, I don't so. think trainers should be getting involved. No, in of course stuff. not. But I don't think they deserve the fine. I mean, like, because no, whatever happens on the field, when that bill goes, they all shake hands, they all have a laugh, and that's it. They get over it. But again, journos once again want to prolong the situation and make this more serious than it is. It's so dumb. Stuff him, man. That was so dumb, mate. Bloke was going to cry, man. I swear I was about to throw the shoe at the TV, mate, when I saw that. What was wrong with him? <sighs> Any last words, boys, with that? No, man. Just, I think players wouldn't be listening to, to what the journos have to say. They'll just obviously stick to their own game. And if the journos don't like it, I suppose that's their job to report it. But doesn't no, mean anything will change. No, but the, the clubs, man. There's clubs. I, I, I was shocked that clubs are getting upset. Like I said, you want to do something about it. You want to stop them doing that. They're the youngest side in the comp, you know that. Combined games, they are the most, they are the least experienced and team in the comp. Second least, huh? And Bulldogs are second least. <laughs> one's coming, last one's coming first. Go figure, man. You want it, like I said, you want to do something about it. You want them to shut up, beat them. Come up with a plan and beat them. They've won twenty three of the last twenty four games. They deserve to be arrogant. They deserve whatever the hell they they want to do out there. They've earned it. Let's get straight into round six of the Social Premiership. Is that right? Yep. Speaking of Penrith, they go to Brisbane. Um, forty nil, forty plus. Yeah, I'm. I'm not sure about these cuts that Kevin made. Maybe they were necessary. I'd, the players he brought in aren't any better, to be honest. Personally, yeah. I oh, look. I personally think that no bottom team, like when I say bottom team, I'm talking about the bottom four, will compete with a top six side this year, based off what we've seen over the past five rounds. And they're just the blowouts. Like, there's not been one close game when a rubbish side, or an underperforming side, I should say, has come up against a top side. I just want to know where Brisbane's first half against Parramatta went. I don't know. Where I did that go? Yeah. <laughs> it's like Parramatta went in the sheds, worked them out, and then came out and scored 24 and answered. Yeah, but then they never found it again, Brisbane. And then, oh, yeah, against the Dogs. Nah, I didn't even think they found it then. The do- that were just two crap teams. Yeah. That couldn't score a try for 60 minutes and, and one broke. Away for, yeah. That's yeah. it. Like They never found that form that I saw in the first half. Um, Brisbane, any chance there, Ben? Um, no, I got them down for, to lose by 30. I mean, I can't argue with that. I can't argue with that. Newcastle versus Sharks, Friday night, first game. And it's Cronulla's uh, new coach, John Hannay's um, first game in the NRL. And usually when they get a new coach or team, they bounce back here. But I don't think so. But <laughs> I think a lot of players are filthy. They don't want to do the club any justice, which is a shame. And it's sad to say because at the end of the day, they're still getting paid and all the rest of it. And, you know, they've still got fans and members that, you know, support the club. But I just think that it's been sort of an emotional week for, for a lot of the players. And you'll probably see Newcastle, a depleted Newcastle, but you'll probably see them beat the Sharks, especially at Newcastle too. So, um, yeah, I'd imagine Newcastle for that for me. Yeah, they're pretty even on in the on the betting line, but yeah. but Cronulla's lost Dugan and Wade Graham. They're big losses for them. Uh, Newcastle get back um, Kurt Mann and uh, Saifiri, I think, and Bradman Best. So you'd think at home they're they'll like do a job. Yeah, they'll do a job easily. Um, so you're going with Newcastle? Yeah. Are you? Yeah. No. Friday night, looking forward to this one. Melbourne Storm versus the Sydney Roosters in Melbourne. 
Um, Melbourne, you know, what can you say about them? They're just cruising along. Any, any, I mean, Canterbury scored 18 on them. <laughs> I know. I've tried to give the Bulldogs some credit here. But Sydney Roosters... Scoring points isn't credit well deserved. Yeah, fair, fair, fair point. Um, Roosters, they were pretty poor against Cronulla for, the most, for most of that game. Then that seven-minute seven period, they just went nuts. Um, they've got that in them. I think... I think Melbourne are playing better than the Roosters at the moment. I just want to see how a young Sam Walker goes against a good team. Uh, a good team. He might he might not be the best, at, you know, for the game, but that's okay. He's that's his third NRL game. We're not expecting him to sort of set the world on fire, but I just think you know, Roosters with all the injuries they have, especially at dummy half and the suspension. Um, you'll see probably Melbourne take this take this away. Um, you know, Brendan Smith and then you've got Harry Grant coming off the bench. Like, it's just... And then with their forward pack and Nico Hines as well. Like, I just think Melbourne are just going to be too strong on the day. Um, I think Roosters will compete for the majority, but I think once it gets sort of the business end of it, you'll see Melbourne sort of take it home. be interesting to see, because I think it is a Melbourne's right side or left side. It's the right side that's a bit weak. With uh, Jennings and Smith. Smith, yeah. yeah. Yeah, but I think Brinko Lee's due back soon, so what you'll probably see is Lee into the centres and Smith on the wing. But you'll see them probably attack the other side now, uh, Roosters, or try and exploit that side, because they haven't, they've been exploiting every time Brent Morris' side all year. They might go the other way this time. Um, but I think Melbourne and Melbourne, yeah. It, will be, it probably will be a close game, but I, I think they'll get, the, they'll get the win. Ben? It'll be another um, blockbuster like last year, a one-pointer. Who who wins? Melbourne. Melbourne. Uh, Saturday afternoon in uh, Maji, Manly versus the Gold Coast Titans. Manly, big in. Finally, Tommy Turbo's back. Uh, he changes the whole dynamic for that team in terms of what they can do in attack. Do you reckon he's fit enough to stay in it? Yeah, yeah. I don't think it's an issue. I think he's all right. I think everyone's overdoing the whole injury now. If he gets injured again, then I'd be questioning <laughs> who the hell's looking after him over there. But... I think that that race he did at the start of the year stuffed him up a bit. He's not going to admit it, but <laughs> he admitted that, all right. He didn't admit it. He said it was in the something. He fell in the bathroom. Yeah, bull crap. But um, it's going to be a it'll be a tricky game for Gold Coast. I think a bit tricky. It's a it bit of will, a weird trip. It, it will, but I think that they'll still they'll still win. They'll win. Yeah, they've got a good side. They've got a well balanced side. And mm. Look, Manly coming off a win, they'll obviously be going out for a lot of confidence in their game. Um, so that will might be a bit of a challenge, but I just think the Gold Coast are sort of like from one to seventeen. I think they're just better on paper, and the way they've been playing this year, they've been showing showing that as well. Look, yeah. I've gone the other way. I've um, tipped Manly with um, the big in for Tommy Turbo. Things to be that the, impactful. Yeah, um, he's always been that impactful when he comes in for Manly. He is. Yeah, no, they've got a really good percentage. We're keeping you awake there, buddy. Yawning at the fact that you think Tommy Turbo is going to turn it all around for him. I think eventually they're going to get better with him. If he stays, the longer he stays on the field, the better they're going to go. But yeah, I think Gold Coast will, uh, will win this. They should win this, you know. Next game Saturday, the Rabbitohs, Tigers. Tigers, they all happened last week. That was pathetic first half. Second half, okay, but. Yeah, it only finished 34 30, didn't it? And Dewey missed how many kicks? No, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't watch the second half. 
I like what they've done this week. They've brought in um, a young kid by the name of Jock, uh, Jock Madden. Jock Madden. You've seen much of him there in the New South Wales Cup? Uh, yeah. Uh, Simkin? Uh, oh, Jake Simpkin. <laughs> ben, Ben, behave. You say much of Jake Simpkin in the New South Wales Cup? He, yeah, he, he, he carved up he, on the weekend. He, he did. He ran a are you Are you awake, mate? Are you here? <laughs> yeah. Jock Madden. Jock Madden. Poor bloke. Uh, you just... Hey, Far out, mate. Him. Jock Madden's going to listen to this and think he's been picked, mate. See how Sydney, Katie Walker's back. They're, they're, they're on fire. They're just going to storm through. Yeah. I reckon. Yeah, I know. Probably 54 to 4. Yeah, um, a bit there, mate. Reynolds against his club. That he'll be playing for next year. You'll be um, you'll be in the sheds on uh, Saturday night, will ya? Uh, yeah, uh, post game for the Tigers. Right, we're gonna we need a report from that. Uh, the blow up that's gonna happen. We need a report from that one. Uh, Let us know what Matt uh, says. I'll see how I go yeah. because I'm like after the blow up. All right. Uh, Canberra versus Parramatta. Parramatta, Dylan big Brown. Game. Yeah, big big game. game. Dylan Brown's out. Brown's out. Will Smith's in. Um, and for Canberra, Nickel Clockstad's out. He's a big out for them. I wonder if Hodgson's in doubt. Like he came off pretty early last week, so I think but he's it was been a, named. Mm, I think it was a cork. They, he might play. I think he will still play. Uh, Madison just put some heat in it and um, Madison's in. Wrap it up. Madison's been named. Has he? Is he gonna play this week? <laughs> Feel bad for the bloke. Like, I'm not uh, sure if he's playing this week, mate. Well, they've named him. So I reckon Brad Arthur's playing mind games. What do you reckon, Ben? Is he in or not? Um, I reckon he he might rest him another week. It's his superstar player. Let's just admit that. <laughs> it's going to be interesting who uh, bounces back or who's more likely to bounce back. It's in Canberra. Um, Canberra got a pretty good record um, down there. The Raiders. Parramatta always struggle when they go down to Canberra. Yeah, and uh, Browns. Have Pretty big loss, but I mean, Will Smith's more than capable. Uh, I think he is. Look, I think I think Parramatta, their past two weeks hasn't probably been their best. Um, you know, like with the Tigers, they were they won, but they probably didn't play at the level that they played against. You know, like um, that second half against Brisbane or, or Melbourne and um, Canberra. Canberra is going to be a tough game, and obviously Caleb Aikens will come in. And he's, he's well experienced, you know, he played with Penrith last year. and um, That's what makes me want to change my tip from um, Canberra to Parra. Caleb Aiken, that fullback. Not a fan. Nah. Well, we'll, we'll, see what he, we'll see what happens, but I reckon he'll, ha- he'll have a good game. He'd, it's his first game for the club, and I'm sure he'd want to be out there wanting to impress. So um, He'll be there for a while, so he needs yeah. to impress. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, look, it, it'll be. Th- this is probably the match of the round. So oh, obviously, Roosters on Melbourne. Um, and and this like they, these mm. these are probably the top two games. Oh, this this in terms of like because either either team season can go up from here, or they can go really bad run from here. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Melbourne Roosters, they don't really like it whoever loses really that. Yeah, it doesn't, doesn't affect it, them. They'll still be there. This is a, this is a game that can affect either team here. Yeah. Um, so you going para Benny? No, no, I'm gonna leave my tip at Canberra. I won't take the risk. I thought weren't you just changing it? It makes you want to change it with oh, Caleb Aikens up there. I'm going to get Canberra just. Um, oh, I don't know. Yeah, we'll, we'll say para. Just skip some people. Go okay, para. I'm going to give Canberra by 12. All right. St. George Warriors Sunday afternoon. Uh, two o'clock. We're only a two o'clock game. I'm pretty happy about that. 
Uh, Warriors, they weren't that bad last week against They Miami. weren't, but they're missing Aiden Fanua Blake. Big loss. Yep, and they're missing a few other players as well. So that's an issue for them, getting some troops on uh, on the deck. St. George, uh, for hot form. Hot form, but now there's the expectation. There's a bit of pressure on them. People think, you know, no one had this expectation on them, you know, to win games. They're usually always underdogs. So if they just go out there and do their jobs, go through the motions and w- w- do what they've been. They haven't been doing anything special. No. They haven't been playing a way that's like, wow. They've just been completing their sets. They've been playing tough. They've been taking their opportunities. If they did that this week, there's no reason why they can't win again. And there's no reason why, you know, they can't sort of build, you know, a bit of momentum, a bit of a streak. So, Because the Dragons have done this a few times in the past few years where, you know, they've started off the year pretty strong and then sort of fallen towards the back end. So um, they probably want to pace themselves, obviously. But I, I think these are the games you've got to win if, if you want to be there in, in the finals. And i got Josh Maguire coming into it. His name is Jersey 20. He'll yeah. play. Massive, massive boost for the club. Yeah. Um, you know, he's obviously fit. He's been playing for the Cowboys. Um, but like he, he doesn't have he doesn't have the pressure of he needs to lead the pack fits in, in do yeah. your job that's uh-huh. it I like how Hook's bringing in his old, uh, his ex Broncos players back into the mix Hook <laughs> bringing in the veterans and they're doing a job so McCullough has obviously been very impressive and um, Norman um, showed up you reckon he's bringing he's bringing back Carmel Kohan as well or Darius Boyd will be Darius Boyd <laughs> you never know um, yeah St. George should win but again, I'm just—it's—it's it's a tricky game because Warriors are more than capable. Not to be spreading any rumors, but he might bring in Israel Folau next year. Is that still on the cards? Is it? It's a big rumor. You're the Oracle, mate. You know, if you heard it here first, I'm telling you now. Uh, we're all going St. George, yeah. Yeah, hundred yep. percent by twenty-four. <laughs> Probably not that much, but yep. The last game of the round: North Queensland and Canterbury. They leave the best for last today. <laughs> <laughs> what a game. What a four o'clock game. That, that's a Friday five. six PM game, I reckon. Yeah, it is. Or a Saturday three PM. That <laughs> no, is. And they put it on channel nine prime time, four o'clock a Sunday Arvo. In case everyone wants to watch it. Gus Gould's gonna be there. I honestly do not think we will win a game for a while. No, nah, I think we're winning this. No. Nah. Um I'm I'm pretty confident. Look, in last week's performance, I know we got slapped 52-18, but there was attack. I finally saw a bit of attack. Right, yeah. They took their foot off the pedal. You asked me... But I still saw a bit of attack. If you asked me five or six weeks ago, are we winning this week? I'm saying yes, because I was quite optimistic. Sorry, Research Guru, you're getting a bit too carried away there. Do you think Melbourne, Craig Bellamy, won an 18-point score against him? No mm. chance in the world. Come on, man, stop that. Don't tell me they took their foot off the pedal. No, stop that, stop that. I get that point, I get that point. But don't tell me that he was happy 18 points to score against no, him. No, he so they were trying not to let him score. I reckon he was embarrassed because we, of course haven't embarrassed. Scored, we haven't scored a point for three weeks. We haven't scored a point for three weeks and we scored 18 against Melbourne. Because, mate, he's, he was filthy with them, trust me. 100% was filthy. Yeah. But I, I, like Thompson, a massive boost, obviously, for the dogs. Um, you know, yeah. but, but Jackson leaving will also hurt as, in regards to sort of that leadership around the park. Um, there hasn't really been too many changes to the back line, which is sort of a bit worrying. Um, but but uh, an article came out today saying that there's potentially 10 players of the 15 that are off contract this year that won't be getting 
a contract next year. Thank God. Yeah, so obviously maybe a couple of names there that I probably didn't agree with, but um, you know, that lot, it's similar situation to the Sharks. They're obviously going to have to do what's right for the club, and if they can get a win this week, um, hopefully that gives the boys a bit of confidence and they go into their next few games. You know, with that with that attitude. But if we don't win this week, we'll, we, I reckon we'll struggle because I think we got Cronulla, then Parramatta, um, and then I think the Saints. So yeah, you got that right. Yeah. So um, I heard a little rumor that um, young yeah. Jackson Turpine might be coming off the bench to relieve Katoa in the hooking role. Off the off the from the start, you mean? Um, no, no, he'll be. Coming off the bench. I think he's what been do doing that for the last two. What do you mean by a rumor? He's, he's been, been doing it every week for the. Been past doing it the last week. two weeks. He's been coming on for the hooker. Yes. Yeah. I thought he's been coming in for J- uh, Josh Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> he came on for Lewis in, in <sighs> against the Bunnies and played yeah. dummy half for the whole game. Yeah. And Katoa went to the halves, and last week he was swapping with Katoa in the halves. But thank you for the rumor. You've shocked the rugby league world there. <laughs> oh, you're a funny man, Ben. So uh, who are we tipping for this game? I'm going Canterbury. I actually think we could, this is the only game we can win for a while. We're going to win this. I'm going Cows. I saw enough in the second half from the Cowboys dropping off in their performance. I know it's up there. If they score 34 points on us, we've got no chance. No, I get that, but I don't think they're going to score 34 points on us. I think we'll it'll be the other way around. We'll find out and see. What uh, do you reckon, Ben? Are you backing? I'm backing the dogs. Yes. I'm going to go with my stupid heart and go the dogs. Yes, okay. you do that. All right, we come to the the end of our uh, podcast. Uh, Benny, your segment, mate. Benny Confidential. Benny Confidential. Yeah. Who did you say this week? Who did I say this week? Famous person. Well, I'm going to be at the Tigers... Um, Let's talk about where you're going to be. We're going to know that. That's next week. Leave that for next week. That story's next week. What did you do this week? What did I do this week? Surely you had the Mounties game on the weekend. Jesus, was there anyone? Well, you're not at the Mounties game. Oh, yeah, I was. Wow, <laughs> it was at Leichhardt too. Before, um, before the Tigers and Cowboys. Yeah. So, uh, walked past um, Alex Twal, um going in and out of the, the sheds. and The mic's going in and out. Um, oh <laughs> <laughs> wished him uh, the best of luck and um, good fella. Yeah, he yeah. is. I love Alex. Good bloke. Good man. Uh, anyone else bump into nothing? Nothing. Uh, look, we're saving the best for now. Ne- look, I'm, I'm expecting a big one next week, mate. Because if we don't get a big one next week, this research jury is gonna get a gig at the end soon. <laughs> <laughs> so there's pressure on you, mate. Uh, thanks, boys. It's thanks been for good. Having us, Sol. Hopefully, hopefully, dogs get their first two points of the year, and that's the hope. Yeah, if we beat the Cowboys, does that mean we come off last place or no? Maybe uh, I think so. Yeah. Yeah, maybe. Nice. Because I, I think the Broncos might get towed up this week, and then for and against them. Cowboys have a bad. It's a shame we're well. having this discussion, but yeah. Hopefully, in in a year's time, a bit's a different story. That's it. Thanks, Jacob. Benny. Thank you. So no worries. Thank you, Jacob. Guru, research guru, thanks, mate. Thanks, mate. You're better this week. Um, better. I hardly spoke. Like I I said, you're better. Uh, Thanks, everyone. Enjoy the footy. See you next week. Jeez. Jeez.